ISPs, application service providers. So they provide us with different applications that we use. Um, sorry, I feel like I'm in the way. Okay, and we talked about dial-up versus Wi-Fi. We talked about that, and yeah, I believe that's where we left off. All right, second part of this chapter goes into searching the internet, which they feel like it's a huge skill. Um, as far as being a user, using the internet, understanding the internet, like one of the key things that they feel is necessary to kind of go over is like searching, being able to find things that you're looking for on the internet. Um, how many of you guys think that you have like good searching skills or technique when you're trying to find information on the internet? Okay. Sean, what's something that you do that makes your searches good? Google. Google? Yeah. Okay. And you just, just type in stuff. what you're looking for? Yeah. It's like exactly how I picture it. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Henry, you said you're... I, I know sometimes like I put like quotes around like uh, the word, like key terms that you want to use. Um, I forgot. There's like, there are other like... Uh, what is it? One with like educational like resources mm -hmm. and other... I forgot the extensions for them, but then you do a set for that too. Definitely. Um, and then like I switched over to DuckDuckGo. Okay. So so, so now now I'm trying to learn how to do that, but it's pretty similar. Gotcha. I think. Uh, okay. Okay. No, that's good. That's good. And we'll we'll deal with that. It's not it's not as specific. Yeah. Uh, that's all I know. Like when I get my results. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And we'll we'll deal with that also a little bit during this chapter. Um, anybody else feel like you're pretty good at searching, finding what you're looking for? The rest of you guys, Chisla? Um, if you're looking things up and you aren't finding what you're looking for, you can just like rearrange the question in a different way for the search engine to look it up. Okay, so rewording kind of how you wrote it? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes it, it um, It'll give you something because based on how you word your question mm -hmm. is what it'll give you. So if you just change the wording. Definitely. Definitely that that can definitely help also. Um, so one of the key things uh, that Henry kind of brought out is is definitely the quotes. Um, and what the quotes do is your search, whatever is inside the quotes, is gonna find it in that exact order in that exact way. Right, so if I'm just searching, um, Andy, what are we looking for? Um, Bitcoin price. Bitcoin price, right? So if we just type Bitcoin price, the result that it's going to return to us is anything that has the word Bitcoin and the word price in it. Any order, but it's going to look for something that has these two words in it. Right, so that's without quotes, you're just searching and it's trying to match these keywords to make sure that they are found somewhere within that document or that website to be able to return to you. If you put this same keywords inside of quotes, now it's only gonna return to you things that have the word Bitcoin and price in this order. 
right? So if you're searching for something like and you're trying to be specific, you put it in quotes so that it only finds the exact things that you're looking for, right? So let's say your thing was kind of sticking with the Bitcoin price or let's just say, um, let's say we were looking for like how to get rich with like how to get rich with Bitcoin. Let's say that's what we we're searching for, right? So without quotes, it's gonna find things um, dealing that has these words in there in any order. Can we turn up the lights? Huh? Can we turn up the lights? Oh, the lights. trying to see the board. Yeah, I can see the board. There's a lot of glare on the board. Got you, got you. Yeah. Um, sorry. I thought you were talking about this family. What? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so if we have without quotes, it's gonna return to us anything that has these these sequence of words in there. Any order it can say how to, you know, rich something, whatever, how to get Bitcoin. But if we put this in quotes, you will notice your search results and the number of results that you get are going to drop dramatically because it's only going to find things that have this exact quote, how to get rich with Bitcoin. All right, so let's see if we can do that and see something in here. All right. So we'll use Google and so we'll do just how to get rich. And you've been searching this one? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me zoom in so you can <clears throat> see. Okay, so how to get rich with Bitcoin. There's no, um, no quotations. So uh, maybe check out his video. Um, like I said, in his video, it starts with Bitcoin and how to get rich off cryptocurrency, right? So it's not in that same exact order that we actually input it in, um, but it's just kind of returning those results to you. So you want to become a millionaire as a title, but then within this, this website itself, it has the word Bitcoin and it has the word get rich. Right, so it's trying to match all those key words and return results to us. Um, looking here, we see Bitcoin, we see getting rich, um, get Bitcoin. So like I said, it's matching these keywords to try and return results to us. And if we look at the number of results, we got 28, 900 million uh, dealing with like I said, that has these keywords. So let's see now. If we put this in quotes, what happens? So now the number of results we have is 1,200, 12,900, right? The big difference, right? And then if we look here, how to get rich with Bitcoin, how to get rich with Bitcoin. And it says, make money, how to get rich with Bitcoin, all right? So everything is exactly what we 
actually are looking for, or at least the sequence of words that what we're looking for. So doing this one little thing can help your results, like for anything that you're searching for. <coughs> Just simply adding quotes around it, um, it'll, it'll help you, help your results a lot. Make sense? Um, another thing that you can do um, is you can use the minus or subtract sign. Anybody ever used that before inside of their searches? What is the plus sign? Sometimes I like. Plus, what does the plus do? Is there an exact match for that one? The quotations are phrase matches. Exact match has to be like exactly in that order. Well, that's the quotes. So with the minus sign, I'll show you what it does, and I'll show you through like a picture. <clears throat> so if we are searching for Jaguar, right? There's two meaning to a Jaguar, right? They don't know if we're referring to the car or the animal, right? If we are searching for the Jaguar, the car, and not the animal, we can say minus animal. And now we get kind of what we're looking for, the car version of the Jaguar and not the animal. Right? If we're searching for the car, or we don't want the car, we can say minus car and we get the animal. So if you're searching for something and you're getting like, or if it has two meanings or you're getting a lot of things that you don't want, you can just say minus and then it gets rid of that. It doesn't like filter it completely, but like more of what you're not looking for will be more at the bottom than at the top. Brian? What about the specifying team Jaguar car or Jaguar animal? You can do that. So. definitely do that um, but there still may be cases where like you're getting the same thing um, to where like it's not sure what meaning like you're actually looking for or if it's just something that you don't want to see um, if you're searching for like um, like football and you don't want to see like soccer right so like you can say like football minus soccer and shouldn't show much of the soccer stuff. Um, so you can use things like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that works also, though. Do it that way. Um, so yeah, so there's the um, other things, like if you were searching for like a certain file type. Um, so let's stick with the... So let's say Andy was looking for like some reading material um, on Bitcoin and how to get rich off of it. So we can say how to get rich with Bitcoin. We can put that in quotes. And another thing we can do is we can say file type. We can do colon and we can do PDF. And what it should return to us is like PDFs dealing with the topics, the keywords that we're actually searching for and looking for. Um, 
I'm not telling you to do this. I'm not advising you to do this. But there's some people who, when they're searching for like textbooks, they look for PDFs of their textbooks, like using quotes, trying to find a copy that they can use. I'm not telling you to do this. I'm just giving you guys information. How you use the information, it's up to you. Um, so, um, this topic here, uh, let's look at this, and this is in the PDF newspaper, uh, which deals with, it has speculation about how to get rich with Bitcoin. All right, so there's like the article there, um, make money with Bitcoin, discover how to get rich with Bitcoin, and PDFs are cool because they're usually pretty safe um, for the most part. Some can be dangerous. Careful, um, but it's also like, like I say, just kind of good reading material um, to be able to like read new PDFs. Um, but yeah, so the main thing is just kind of understanding like the different file types that you could be looking for. Um, if you were looking for like the MP3, like based off of something, you can go file type MP3. If you're looking for a movie, you can say file type, whatever the movie format is. Um, uh, it just comes in handy in trying to find specific things. If you're looking for a picture, JPEG, like a certain type, you can say file type and then whatever it is, and it'll be returned to you. Um, and then there are also some other things that the book kind of gets into. We'll, we'll take a look. Um, so let me go here real quick. We'll try it. Okay, so uh, with search the internet, um, we should understand that search sites use a search engine. All right, so Google has a search engine which does all the searching uh, that we're trying to do. It matches that. Um, do you guys use anything other than Google to search? I know Henry said he uses DuckDuckGo. Um, you guys ever heard of DuckDuckGo? What have you heard about it? I used to be for, at Harvard College for um, before my English class. Okay, why'd you use it? I'm I That was like two years ago. Okay, what made you use it? Um, it was for a paper, I know that. Okay. Okay. It was more so of like, like a PDF files. I think I found. Got gotcha. you. And back then I used that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, anybody else? Anything other than? Yahoo. Bing. Bing. Yahoo. Yahoo. Okay. Um. Anything else? Which one? Is it Ultra Vista? Okay. Okay. Um, so there's there's like a lot of different search sites out there. Um, so this site here talks about the top ten. Um, so number one being Google. Um, Number two, Bing. Three, Yahoo. Four, Ask. Uh, used to be like Ask Jeeves. You guys remember that? Yeah. No? Okay. 
It's okay. Um, five is AOL. If you still use that. Um, Beidou uh, is used in China. Um, Wolfram Alpha. You guys heard of that one? Yeah. Okay. You guys use that for math class? You can ask me whatever. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a cool like. I hear a lot of like math students use it a lot. Um, Yeah, it, it does like some crazy calculations um, that you can do. Definitely um, gives you kind of like step-by-step -step solutions for a lot of the math problems that you may have. Does like plotting, um, calculus, geometry. Uh, so if you're in like math now, um, you should definitely try to see if this can help you out. Um, there's also like, well, I don't know what I found for my geometry, the geometry, they have like a calculator where you just take a picture and it calculates, calculates it. So you take a picture of the problem and it does it for you? And it gives you like step by step, that's how I got through geometry. That's how you got through geometry. Was that here? Uh, no, it was a different school. Okay. Yeah, they, <laughs> they let you use the calculator in their exam too, but I don't think the professor needs to do that. Gotcha. No, this was here I was going to report you <laughs> but it's cool it's not here um but uh but yeah like there there's a lot of resources a lot of tools out there like i say this is just one of them um that can help you you know learn in a sense i will use it as a learning tool not an answer tool is this like free it's free totally free uh, you just have to pay me for telling you about it <laughs> but yeah uh, a lot of things you can look up in here. Um, also, it has a lot of uh, like um, like everyday life. I believe it's under there where you can look up like different foods and see like how much, how many calories. If you're trying to, you know, kind of count your calories and stuff like that. Um, if you wanted to see like uh, calories in a Big Mac, you guys eat Big Macs? I don't eat, but we can see why. Um, we see 520 calories. Um, yeah, it kind of gives you a breakdown back of the menu of what you're getting. Uh, total fat, 27 grams. Mm. Sounds good. <laughs> um, to get your protein, though. Total protein. Um, <laughs> sodium. Huh? What's the sodium? So, that's not that bad. Um, just one gram. It's not bad. It's gonna calcium. Yeah. It's <laughs> cholesterol is probably gonna go up. <laughs> it's a Big Mac. So yeah, so it's a lot of cool um a lot of cool things in here that you can kind of play with and you know, get some information from. Um but yeah, but definitely like if you're in math, you definitely wanna explore this the site. So what does it take to make like a search engine? Like let's say a person wants to create a new search mm -hmm. you, can, you can do that like individually right? it doesn't have to be done <clears throat> um, you can do it individually um, but what most people would do is try to connect it with another search site so you kind of try to connect it with Google so that you don't have to do all the back end work 
Because if you have a search site, you basically need to input all of the data that someone could search for. Uh, so instead of you having to create this database, this library for it to search from, you basically just kind of using somebody else's database, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but it can definitely be done, though. Uh, so the other one, DuckDuckGo, and Henry, why do you use DuckDuckGo? Uh, privacy. Privacy. What are you doing that you need so much privacy, Henry? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I've, I've, been, I've been trying to use it. I've been using back and forth Google and DuckDuckGo. Yeah, but what are you doing so that you're trying to hide? Like, what are you, what are you trying to cover your tracks for? Like, what are you doing? I don't think it's cold easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just making it. Um, but yeah, so DuckDuckGo is a uh, search engine which basically tries to um, protect your privacy. Uh, that's their whole thing. That's their kind of their staple behind, you know, why they're a search engine and why people use them um, is for uh, privacy. Uh, they don't track you as you're searching. Uh, they don't store your personal information. Um, like in Google, as you're searching for things, like Google is keeping track of that. Uh, that information is then being sold to like other marketing companies, which is then why you're seeing ads kind of targeted at things that you're searching for. Um, but DuckDuckGo, um, their claim is they don't do that. Um, privacy policy is simple. We don't collect or share any of your personal information. How can you verify that? How can you verify it? Yeah, how do you know? I mean, I guess if you just use it, um, you won't see so many ads and things kind of targeted at you. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we don't follow you around with ads, act of Chrome. We don't track you in and out or private uh, browsing mode. Switch stuff to go, take back your privacy. Yeah. Do you use that? Uh, depends. Will I get everything that I get from Google by using this? Uh, probably not. Um, but it, it won't be like that far to where you won't find things that you're looking for. Um, but search sites, um, you will get different results. Like if you search Bing compared to Yahoo, to AOL, to DuckDuckGo, to Google, you'll get different results. Um, some things will be the same, but then some things they won't. Yeah, but it, it's cool to cool to check out, cool to try. Um, so that's number eight, um, nine's Internet Archive, and then Yandex. Uh, there's another one that I'm not sure if you guys have heard of before. Um, I don't know of anyone who really like uses it, but it's out there. You guys heard of Ecosia? Yeah. I, I think I've seen advertisements for it. <laughs> huh? I think I've seen for like advertisements for it. Yeah. Um, so basically, like their search engine is like eco-friendly, and every time you use it uh, to do a new search, like they plant trees, um, like they plant like these small trees that grow into bigger trees, <laughs> um, and so. Every time you search, they plant. You guys want to plant a tree? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
search. How to find a tree. <laughs> So yeah, so like I said, there's tons of different search sites out there. Why you use them varies. Um, yeah, like I say, DuckDuckGo definitely for privacy issue, it would be a good one to use. Um, like, I'm not sure what Henry does when he uses it, but it's, uh, it's there to protect. Is that useful when you're like looking for places what time they close? Huh? Like you look for Target, like what time is Target closed? It tells you like Target <laughs> from like LA, like around here. That's what you use it for? See what's on Target close. I use Google for that. Oh, now I'm talking about DuckDuckGo. I use it for like uh, general searches. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. General searches. Okay. Um, it was uh, Mr. Perkins' birthday. What? That? <laughs> um, all right. So there's different types of searches we can do. Um, keyword search is. So it says it's the most common type, but I'm going to disagree with that. Um, a keyword search is like typing in one or two words. Um, but we typically, when we're searching for things, we'll type in like a phrase or we'll type in more than just like two keywords. Um, uh, I believe we've kind of advanced past just typing in one word or two words of what we're looking for. We type in like actual phrase of what it is we're searching for. So that's, but that's a keyword search, typing in one or two words for, to search from. A directory is where we're searching through like a list of categories. Um, and so if we were to like search here, let me see if they have it here, like through images, right, how to plant a tree. Um, we can use like these categories here. So even like these filters, we can kind of search through these categories to find what it is that we're looking for and kind of define our search. So if we were looking for like, you know, color only pictures, um, if we were looking for actual photos and not like clip art, um, went to search within the past week. I just want to look at black and white and see what's there. So these are, that's kind of different. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so being able to kind of search, but through categories, um, that's a directory search. We're using this directory to kind of help define and narrow our search. Um, how many of you guys ever use like these, the more option on like Google and stuff like that? Uh, so if we're in Google, uh, let's say, what are we searching? Give me something like recent. Disneyland fight. <laughs> <laughs> I 
heard you. What is <laughs> what does somebody else say? Stranger Things. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um. President. Huh? Anime Expo. Anime Expo. Yeah. Soccer. All the women's the Soccer. women's national Soccer. team. Soccer. Okay. Okay. Um, all right, so let's say we're searching that, all right. Um, and then, like, through these tools, we can kind of help our search. Um, if there was something, like, recent, like, say the game was going on, like, now, we can search, like, within the past hour to see, like, what was posted uh, about this, um, whatever we search for. And so these are like the recent things that were posted within the last hour regarding the Women's World Cup. Right, so this was posted 33 minutes ago. This was posted 17, 39, 7. So you kind of get up-to-date information, um, which is definitely useful in a lot of cases. Uh, if you're searching for something that happened like recent, um, your son just came to mind. Um, so let's see if they said anything within the past hour that maybe we didn't know. Um, will my building survive a huge earthquake? That's something maybe read up on. Right? Um, 3.2 near Cirrus Valley, and that was four minutes ago. Uh, 1.6 Water Tuesday. So you can kind of Trump declares emergency. Andy, figure out what Trump is talking about. Um, so yeah, so you can kind of get up-to-date um, news, up-to-date you know, information on whatever it is you're looking for. Like I say, just by, you know, when you're searching, hitting this tools option to get this menu, and you can search for, you know, past 24 hours, past week, past month, past year, um, which kind of weeds out some of that old information that you may not be looking for. Um, also in your settings, so if you go to like advanced search, you can get a lot of the options um, that you can do outside of or with quotes and things like that. You can get some of those same options within this uh, advanced search uh, menu here. So like if you're searching for a certain language, you can type that in. A region that you're looking in, you can use that uh, to help your search. Um, so you can do like anytime. Uh, past 24 hours, kind of the same way we saw from the other menu. Um, sites or domains is another cool one. Um, like you guys being students looking for like .edu, like educational sites for research and things like that, you can type that in there. And then the sites that it should return to you are .edu. If you're looking for a .org, organization, .gov, you can type these um, search filters in here and it'll return the results to you based off of that. And like I did the file type and I did the PDFs. Like you can do the same thing and look for other things in here. So if you're looking for Excel, PowerPoint, Microsoft Word, 
right? If you're trying to copy somebody's paper, you would search dot, dot to see, you know, what they wrote, and then you'll be able to, let's just kind of see what that looks like. So, dot, 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 edu, educational, and we'll just do earthquakes. See if we can find a really good paper. This is from Rutgers. So here we have this Microsoft Word document dealing with earthquakes, um, which like I say, you can just find it and use use it as information. Um, you can change it, you can edit it, add your, don't add your name to somebody else's work. That's plagiarism, I don't teach that. Um, but yeah, so things like that you can search for inside of um, Google and other search sites also. Um, so that is the directory directory search. And it talks about just some of the things that we do inside of our search site. Like we can search for music, images, news articles, maps, people, um, uh, videos. We can do calculations. You guys pretty much type anything in Google, right? Um, movie time, show times, things like that. Um, a lot of information we can get um, from our search engine search sites. <clears throat> uh, flight information, also another useful one. Uh, if you ever have to pick up somebody from the airport, like you can get their flight number. You can type it into Google to see if there's any delay or if the flight like hasn't landed yet. You'll get that exact, low, uh, exact information that you would need to let you know like when to leave, when to get there, um, just by searching their flight number inside of Google. So that's definitely something useful. Uh, sports scores, sunrise and sunset. Um, I used to use Google for that. Now I just use my weather app. It tells me the sunset, uh, sunrise. Uh, that's kind of like one of my cheat date things that I do. My wife, like, we'll go to the beach and like I find what time the sun is gonna set, and we'll just walk out there and then we kind of watch the sunset. It's kind of romantic, but it's cheap. Um, so I'm just sharing that information with you guys, just in case you wanna. Just don't take my spot. Uh, street maps. Um, Time, if you're ever, you know, talking to somebody in a different location, different uh, country, you want to know what time it is out there, you can definitely just type that into Google. Um, so a lot of things we can, we can do using Google. Um, phrase searching is where you type in a phrase, right? So like kind of how we did how to get rich with Bitcoin, that's a phrase search. And this basically just explains how phrase searching works and um, how it helps your results. So in Google... They're ultimately trying to get to like dog hand signals. Are you trying to train a dog like using hand signals? Anybody dog train with hand signals? Like you can tell it like stop, go, but it's just all hand signals? I guess kind of. Yeah. Kind of? Yeah. How long did it take you? 
Or is it still a work in progress? Like a year. A year? Yeah. But like, it was like after it was already trained. After it was already trained. So you didn't train it. I mean, I did with the, like, the hands in this, but not like with training. Like to be a good dog. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so cool. So like, like, that's what they were searching for. They're trying to figure out, get information on how to train their dog using hand signals. And so first they just typed in dog. They got seven... 150 million results. They typed in hand signals, and they got a bunch of like driving turn hand signals. Um, you guys remember that? Do they still do that when you take your test, yeah. like yeah. the driving hand signal. Anybody ever use them? Yeah. Henry use them. You know. Sometimes there's like assholes that won't let you pass through. Yeah, those <laughs> <laughs> And so you use your hand signals. So you're like you stick your hand out, so it don't hit your hand. <laughs> And that works? Uh, it worked for me. Like, wow. Times. Okay. Just get their attention. Like, Wait. This is left? Or is. What is. Yeah, this is left. stop? Yeah. This is left. Yeah. And this is right. Yeah. That's dumb. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, they, they started to get that information. Then they typed in dog hand signals, no quotes. They got a million records, and then they actually put it in quotes, dog, hand signals, and they got 5,000, which is a lot easier to look through and try to find the information that you want instead of looking through a 1,000 results and websites um, trying to see what's there. And those, so the results that show up are called hits. So those are like the hits that you get returned from searching. Um, what else? Uh, so it talks about putting the hyphen, the minus sign to take away words. Um, talks about the asterisk, the wild card. Um, if you're ever searching for something and you can't remember a part of it, or you're just kind of um, maybe drawing a blank, or you just want to see, um, maybe you're trying to remember like a quote, or you're trying to remember like a title of a movie or something like that. You can use an asterisk for any parts that you don't remember or you don't know, and it'll try to return things to you. Um, can anybody think of something um, that has like four or five words? Like something we can search for that has like four or five words, or like a phrase that has like four or five words. President of the United States. <laughs> Something, uh, <laughs> president of Singapore. <laughs> try, to, try to give me something else. How? Right. Um, Fibonacci sequence and C. Okay. okay. So let's say we didn't know that first word, right? Um, so we'll say asterisk in. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. So let's see if this works. So it's giving us pointers, pointers. So that's a song? Sequence. Sequence. Oh. 
escape sequence and see. Um, you sure that's a real thing? Um, <laughs> So typically in those cases, it will work um, using the wild card. That was just a bad example, Brian. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, typically like in, in cases like that when you're searching for things, um, it will try and, and match to whatever it is you're looking for. Um, like I say, it works with like, like quotes. If there's like maybe a famous quote, you couldn't remember the beginning or the end part for, or even the middle part. You can just use the asterisk and it'll try to like fill it in um, for you. Or like if you're looking for lyrics, right? And there's only like one part of the song that you can really understand and the rest like you don't know what they're saying. Like you can type in asterisk and then the part that you know and then it will try and find that for you. Make sense? Um, yeah. So that's the, the asterisk, the wild card. Um, field searching is where you're looking at the different fields within the search site. So if you wanted to search at the title level, so that means whatever you type in has to be in the title of the text itself. Right? Um, so this example, they're using tax tips and they have it in quotes. So that means that in the title of the website, it needs to have tax tips. It doesn't want it in the body, but it needs to be in the title of the actual uh, site itself. Because if you don't have the title on there, then it's going to return things to you that may just have tax tips somewhere in the body of the website, not necessarily in the title. Um, so having it in the title with the colon basically informs it so that it wants these keywords to be inside of the title of whatever the website is. Uh, so you can do the text, you can do the site, the .gov, the domain, uh, .gov, .edu, whatever it is you're searching for. Um, so some things to consider, does the author, who is the author, the source, um, you just want to make sure that the things that you're looking at, the facts are true. That's basically what this slide is saying. Um, so you want to know who the person is who wrote the article. They may be biased. They may only speak, you know, negative of a certain person or a certain side or a certain theme. So you want to know who that is. Um, talks about uh, plagiarism and how not to do that. Cite your sources. Um, are you guys familiar with using like citing sources and stuff like inside of Microsoft Word? You know, like there are functions and features like built into Word to help you do that really easy. Okay, let me show you guys this, and then, um, so, let me pull up, I'm just going to use my syllabus right now, because that's, I know I have that in a Word document. So, I, I kind of use some of the, the things inside of Word, um, do you guys see this left hand? Navigation thing? Yeah. I so if I, oh, sorry. I got you. Okay. Can you guys see it? No. No more. No more. Okay. 
So, uh, with this, you're able to, like, the way that I organized and structured it, I'm able to kind of jump around and go to different areas. So if I wanted to see, like, the exam schedule, instead of me having to scroll down to that section, I just click it, and it takes me there. All right. And don't, the way that I did that is simply using headers. Um, so if I have a section that I want to be like a header of my paper, I can just click on that section, like exam schedule, and then I use the heading, the style. Use the heading, and that basically creates a header or a section for that. And the cool thing also, like if, you, if I don't want you to see the exam schedule, like I can close it, and all it says is just the exam schedule. So doing, being able to do little things like that is kind of cool. Um, and like I say, this sets up this whole kind of menu or table of content over here. Um, but you can also, when you, when you start to use those headers, what they do is they help you be able to create a table of content like really easy. To where all you have to do is just click and your table of content is made, right? So this doesn't have one, but let's say I was writing on a paper and I put the headers in there and everything like that. I have my title, so this I just click there and then the style for that is title. So if I wanted to create a table content, I can go insert, I can go references. And I can go table content and I can choose kind of what style I want. And all I did was click. And now it created this whole table of content for me. All I had to do was just click table of content. I didn't have to type you know, any periods, any dots. Um, all the page numbers automatically aligned. Um, and the cool thing is if I change any of the headers inside of the paper, all I have to do is come here to update table and my table content is gonna update. So if anything gets erased, um, if I change the, you know, the name of a header, all I have to do is update my table content and it's gonna change to whatever it is, the update that was made. Really cool, really useful um, when creating um, you know, research papers and things like that. Uh, let me show you these other tools real quick. Um, when citing sources, which is something you commonly do, um, if you build your citations inside of here and your sources, um, also you can determine the style of your paper, which a lot of people don't know. Uh, so if you have to write a paper in MLA 7th edition, you can format your paper so that it fits that style. Uh, if it's APA, Chicago, you can format your paper so that it fits whatever style it is. Um, so, citing sources, right? Let's say we want to add a new source. Uh, let's say, where is it? So let's just say we're gonna add it here. And we'll do a book source. Um, and so we'll say, author, it's gonna be your book, Andy. Sorry, that's the title, not the year. Bitcoin 
So uh, that's our book source, right? And we'll click OK, and it adds it in there, all right? So let's say there was another section where we wanted to add that same source in there. Uh, we wanted to, you know, give Andy his credit. Um, all we have to do is just click where we want it to go. We can go to insert citation. Sorry, not there. Uh, we can click there, the arrow, and it has that source automatically listed there. So if we wanted to add it again, we just click there and it gets added again. So all of our sources, once we build them inside of here, so let's add one more source just so we can kind of see. We'll do a website and the author, Sean. And the name of your web page, Sean, is? Snowboarding New. What? <laughs> That's a snowboarding website not too long ago, but I already took it down, so. Okay, we'll just let's stick with snowboarding. Okay. Um, so the name of the sorry, it's the name of the name of the web page, snowboarding, name of the webs. Sorry. That should be there. We'll say snowboarding. Snowboarding.com. And this is 2017, it was a while ago. Let's say 5.15, sorry, that should be there. All right, so we add that, um, and now we have, you know, Sean, snowboarding site there. And like I say, we can add it as many times as we would need to for this article. Um, and then the cool thing is like when you have to build your bibliography at the end of your paper. So we're at the end, and let's say we wanted to build our bibliography. Um, and so based off of the format that you're using, your paper is set up, you either use the bibliography, the references, works cited. Um, which one do you guys normally use? Easy. Huh? Easy. Oh, no, which, um, just to uh, like cite your sources. Oh, Emily. Works cited? Yeah. Okay. We use works cited. So I input it automatically in there. Um, I didn't have to go in and try to fix the spacing and do it on my own. Once you set it up and have that information inside of Microsoft Word, it just makes it really easy to like create everything and finish everything. Um, so definitely if you guys haven't, you know, used this before, try to take advantage of it. Um, if you're doing footnotes, you can use Microsoft Word for that and it'll add it in there for you. Jake? So with the footnote, you can add the works cited page on the bottom? Say that one more time. Um, so to add the works cited page, you just go to the footnote? Oh, no, no. I went to bibliography. Oh. Okay. And in there, you would insert 
like based off of which one you want. Any other questions? No. Hopefully this, this is useful to you guys. Um, usually when I go over this, some students are like, I wish I would have known that you know, years ago when I first started. Um, but yeah, hopefully you have it now and you're able to, to use it. Um, to limit search results to just pages belonging to a particular top-level domain, such as .gov, you should use a what? What type of search? Field. Okay. Um, true or false? The search phrase "trailer minus horse" should locate web pages about horse trailers. Okay. And the program used by many search sites to retrieve matching web pages from their database is called a what? All right, so that is C. That is a field search. Um, that is uh, false. It won't show you anything dealing with the horse. And then search engine is what's used. Any questions on any of this? No? So the last part of the chapter talks about how we use the internet, like outside of like searching, outside of kind of setting it up like the initial first parts was, and talks about we use it for like messaging, voice, video calls, email, Skype, Gmail. Um, you guys still use Skype? No. no. What do you guys use for video chat outside of FaceTime? Duo. Duo. Okay. Google Duo. The rest of you don't face chat. Or you guys just use FaceTime. Okay. Cool, cool. Oh, this is like, oh, WhatsApp. WhatsApp, definitely. Oh, Snapchat. Oh, Snapchat. Snapchat? I used to use Okay, I used to use that back in the day also, yeah. Um, okay, um, so it talks about instant messaging, text messaging. You guys know the difference between instant messaging versus text messaging? They can both be online. Instant, you guys are both chatting at the same time. Text message, you send a message, and they'll reply when, like, later. Definitely. So instant messaging, like, you know the person is there and able to respond, right? You can see that they're online, and you're able to respond kind of back and forth. Text message, you don't know if that person is actually there. Um, you're just kind of sending the text, hoping they reply back. Um, but in instant message, you know that the other person is there because you see them online, you know that they're active and they're able to see the message and respond to it. All right. Um, and it talks about social. I have a question. So for like yep. iMessage, would that be considered a, um, an instant message or a message? Or does it just depend if they're there? It depends on if you know that they're there. Like as iMessage, you know that you know, you can see when they get ready to respond. So that would be considered an instant message. It wouldn't be because you don't know that they're there until they get ready to respond. So until you see a little. Right. Otherwise, you're just sending the message, right? Okay. Yeah.
Um, so it talks about Twitter um, and how we can use that to send out, you know, posts and, and blogs, things like that. Um, how many of you guys have Twitter in here? Okay. Okay. Um, so if you've been on Twitter at any point in time, I'm pretty sure you've seen this tweet before that uh, went viral. Um, like, no, this was like at the beginning, but like now, like it, it went viral. El Camino did it, and you know, because you know I'm famous, and it just kind of took off. And um, huh? Because I, I caught it like right when they did it, and then like after that, it just took off. And um, but yeah, I'm sure you guys have seen it. Um, but yeah, so you know, we use Twitter, um, send messages, talk to people, communicate. Um, let's get that. Let's get that web conference. We can you know do those. Um, the difference between a web conference and a webinar, right? Um, you guys know what a seminar is, right? Yeah. Seminar where usually you go sit down and you listen to another person talk um, for however long the talk is. There, but there really no like. In most cases, there's not really much interaction. Uh, it's just kind of them talking, giving information. Webinar works kind of the same way. Um, you have a person, but through a webcam, they're talking, giving information, or through video, they're giving information, but there is no two-way communication. So you're not, as an audience, you're not able to communicate with the speaker necessarily. Um, they're just there giving you information. Um, so that's like webinar. Web conference, you can interact. Right. If somebody's speaking, you can stop and ask them a question like, what did you mean by that? Or could you elaborate? Can you give an example? Uh, that's like web conference. Webinar, you're just sitting there watching like a presentation, watching a seminar. Right. Um, so that's just kind of showing the video chat web conference there. Social networking, we use that. YouTube. Um, anybody make videos on YouTube? You guys don't do anything. I got a question about YouTube. Okay. Why is it so racist towards Americans? Huh? Like, because every time we try to search for, like, a video or a music video, it says, like, hey, sorry, this is banned in your country, even if it's, like, an American video. Yeah? Yeah. My... Like, try to look for a music video on 21 Pilots, and it says, sorry, it's banned in your country. 21 Pilots. Hmm. I'm not sure. Is that just your connection? Does that happen everywhere? Not everywhere, just like on most videos, I guess. I'm saying, is it like at your only like at your house or when you're out at other places? Does it give you that same message? I never like checked it. But I okay. think, yeah, it's like at other places too. Okay. Like it says it's like bad for your country. Like, I don't know what's everybody got against Americans. So. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure who Twenty One Pilots is or what they do. Huh? Twenty One. Yeah. I'm. I should know who they are. Twenty One Pilots. Yeah. 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 They're good. See your mindset. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, Brenda, you had a question. You found me on Twitter. See the how how many retweets does it is it? Wait, no, <laughs> like now, like where's it at now? Yeah, that's what I do. I'm like, I'll, I'll like it. Oh, are you sure? 
I think you found the wrong one. Maybe somebody reposted that one. But this one, oh, the one that I had, it had a like at that time. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll find it for you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, YouTube is another, like, a huge thing now, though, uh, for a lot of people. Um, YouTube is kind of almost like a, a job, uh, definitely. Uh, there are people who, like, their job is to put out content on YouTube. They get paid for it. They make a lot of money doing it. Um, and so it's like a, it's a huge thing now. Social media, YouTube, having a follower, having a subscriber, which is why every video at the end of it, they're telling you to like, subscribe, comment. Um, it's funny, my uh, my little niece, she's like five now, um, and she'll be like be playing around on the phone, and she'll be like recording herself, like making videos. And she like does like these little kind of fake tutorials, and then at the end she like don't forget like subscribe comment, and it's like she watches so many videos and constantly hearing and seeing that that she just you know, like says it, not really understanding it, but she just kind of knows to say it at the end of her videos, and so it's just like becoming a, a big thing now. Um, and then kids are just a lot like a lot smarter nowadays to where they're using technology at an early age. Um, my other niece, she's like two um she can't you know read or anything like that but she watches videos on the ipad and she knows like when the skip ad like she just presses it like until she's able to watch her video like she just watch you know other people do it like to get to the video and she'll just if it doesn't play her video she just presses it and then it finally plays and then she'll sit there and watch it but then she like just scrolls through a lot and just Yeah, they they learned that red button really yeah. quick. Uh, how to decline calls, anything coming through that's gonna stop their videos. Boop. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah. So these are you know things that are really really popular now, really big. Um, how I don't know how the future looks as far as like YouTube and creating videos and content. Like um, I mean, I'm pretty sure to continue to expand, but I'm not sure how it's going to change. I know there will be a change just because. Um, time with time things change um, but I'm not sure like how exactly that's gonna look we'll go here and then we'll go there so does, does YouTube pay these people like people that upload content YouTube pays them right yes and then, like, so are they considered like a company they are like a company right because they do like they pay people to I guess advertise on their site you know? in a way yeah um, but yeah they're they're yeah they're paying because they have people like now going to YouTube. Um, Say that one more time. Correct. Um, I don't know if you guys remember the shooting actually at YouTube that happened like a year, maybe a year or two ago. It was a, a lady, she was, you know, kind of big on YouTube doing things and YouTube was paying her and all of a sudden they uh, demonetized her, basically stopped paying her um, and she didn't like that. Um, and I guess she was trying to communicate and get some answers on what was going on, but they wasn't really trying to answer her. 
And so she went up to YouTube um, and like started shooting like open fire, like within the company. So um, yeah, it's big. It's big. Uh, what? They already started doing like changes where um, like kids who are posting content mm-hmm. that they're getting banned, their accounts are getting banned, and like uh, Twitch. I don't know if you know about that one. Mm-hmm. Like the live streaming. Yeah. Um, kids who are 13 years of age and older can stream, but if you're younger than that, you have to have a parent in the stream. Wow. Because of pedophilia and stuff like that. Yeah. In the stream while they're streaming? Yeah, that's the only way they can stream. If they don't have a parent with them, they have to be in the picture though? Or yeah, just... they have to be in the picture. <laughs> that's crazy. But I think you still stream off YouTube though. No. Because YouTube also has a streaming and it's the same thing. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Even posting content. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people who, like, it's crazy, but, like, they get, they're making, like, a lot of money, like, to play a video game and have other people watch. Um, it's, it's crazy. Um, the one guy, what, Ninja? Um, he's, like, known worldwide just for, you know, being great at a game and having other people watch as he plays. Um, but, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me because I play games also, but I couldn't imagine just making like that much money just from How much? playing. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Ninja, what? What do I look up? Uh, ninja, YouTuber, Twitch, uh, gamer. Um, yeah. Sponsors? Sponsors, based off of how many people are watching. Um, He's with McDonald's right now. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's the other thing. You guys heard about the um, the esports. So esports is a is a big thing now, where they have these electronic um, leagues uh, of people who play video games. They try to make it like they're actually on a team and like. Um, it's 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 a crazy setup. Um, I, I saw this like kind of special on ESPN one day. They were talking about it. They were showing like the different teams in the different cities. So there's like there's like a team in LA that practices together. Like they play video games in one room. Um, it's basketball, and so like there's like five people who are all just kind of playing, practicing the game together. Um, they even showed them like going to the gym to work out, like to show that they're not just you know sitting being lazy all day. Um, they try to eat together. They have like a coach who's actually coaching them, telling them, you know, what to do and how to get better. Uh, they play against other teams in other, you know, states. So like there's a team, they showed the Golden State team. Uh, so there's a team like in Oakland that does the same thing. They have the same setup. They play together, practice together, and they come together like, you know, during uh, once a week or something like that to play against one another. So they're in this room. With like 10 or 12 computers like lined up and they're just playing uh, 2K um, and making money. I think they're in the Olympics already. Or if not, they will be. I heard about that already. I wouldn't. It, it probably yeah. will. Um, there's, uh, there's, you can get scholarships from playing it. Um, if you're good enough, you can get a scholarship to a university and make the eSports team. Um, we actually were talking about it, like trying to add a course. Um, that kind of deals with that. Um, so it's it's big. It's big right now. Um, so I just wish it was around when I was playing. Um, 
So uh, one of the things that talks about be careful on social media not to reveal too much information. Um, and I know we're at a, a, a day and age to where social media people are trying to, you know, be famous and get as many likes and retweets as possible. And they're doing like weird things and strange things. Um, but just be careful. Anything that you put out on the Internet, on social media, can never be taken back. Anything that you put out can never be taken back. It's going to be out there forever. That's why a lot of times you guys will see like celebrities and people who like make it to become like big and be a high level. And all of a sudden this tweet comes up from when they were 12 or 10 um, and people repost it. And then that becomes more famous than, you know, the person itself, because people are reflecting back on something they did at such a young age. Um, any picture that you would post, um, maybe you were out of the party or young in college. And then now you're the president of the CEO of a company, and then all of a sudden that picture from college comes up, you know, and starts to be retweeted. And now people are looking at you, you know, weird and differently because of, you know, this old picture. Um, so just be careful. Um, like I say, anything you put out can never be taken back. It's always going to be out there. All right. I have a question. Yes. And what about Snapchat? Snapchat? Mm -hmm. Same thing. Um, really? Yeah, because I mean, they're screenshots. Um, so people can always get, you know, the, what, whatever you post, people can always get it. It's, it's a little harder to find in Snapchat because, like, say you have to probably screenshot it if it deletes. Um, but it's still on the Snapchat server in a sense. Um, so I would just say just treat everything as if once you put it out there, it's out there. All right. Um, and so, yeah, so just be careful. Don't give away too much information about yourself. Have you guys ever seen like those? Um, uh, they're like posts that says like posts like your first car in your favorite color or something like that. You guys ever seen like those type of posts, like weird posts like that? So those are phishing scams where people are trying to get information. Right? And they're doing that because security questions, usually typically one of the questions will be what's the first make and model of your car? All right. So if you post your first car on there, they're going to say, OK, Brenda, this. Then they'll try to go forgot password and then hopefully they get that question and then they're able to then have control over your account. So things like that never do those things, never fill those out. They're just fishing for information to be able to answer security questions. So if they ask you, like, you know, what's your you know, favorite color, what's the first street you lived on? What's your pet's name? Things like that. Those are all security questions to help you recover your password. Where do you see those, those questions pop up? You see them everywhere. Facebook, Instagram. Um, they'll be like, uh, or they have like two different things. And it'd be like, if your birth month is in this certain month, then your name is this. And then if the day is this, then it's another name. But they're basically trying to get your birth date um, to be able to use that information. Um, so just be careful. Um, they're, they're everywhere. Um, so e-commerce, doing business online, financial transactions, really simple. Um, uh, uh, e-commerce payment options, talks about PayPal, Bill Me Later, Bitcoins, digital gift cards. Um, so now a lot of us are carrying like digital currency and we're paying for things that way. Um, I'm still kind of old school. I try to carry cash with me um, just because I never know when I'll need it. 
Um, I don't have that much of it, but I do try to keep like six, seven dollars on me at all times. Keep it in my sock, my left sock. Um, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> um, so online music, TV videos, video on demand. We stream videos now from pretty much everywhere. Online gaming, we just kind of talked about that and how big that is. Um, are there any gamers in here online who play PC or Xbox, PS4, PS3? Okay. Okay. Um, what's the game you say you play in? Battlefield 4. Battlefield 4. Okay. Um, you play? You play? What do you play? FIFA. FIFA? On what? PS4. PS4? Uh, Josh? Uh, every console. Every console. What do you play? Uh, yeah, I have uh, a ring on the Switch, but I vary from Xbox One and the Switch. Okay, okay. Jacob, you play? Yeah, I have, like, the PlayStation and Switch. Okay, what do you play on PlayStation? I play, like, MLB. MLB? Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. Brian, you play? Uh, just PC. Just PC? Yeah. What do you play on PC? It depends. Okay. Uh, it's Big Perk 1. Abby. Where you play PS4? No, uh, PC. PC and Xbox. Xbox. Um, yeah, Xbox One. What's wrong with it? What's wrong with Xbox One? I play online. Yeah. Um, I, I always kind of always had a PS4, and it was at that transition where I wanted... Like, I was going to either go on Xbox One or PS4, but because I've always had a PlayStation, I was just like, let me go something different, try something different, and I just went to Xbox, and so I've just been there. What games do you play? Uh, 2K, Madden, um, that's pretty much it. Yeah. On, on Xbox, just those two, yeah. So, yeah, um, what else? Online news. Anybody read the newspaper, physical newspaper? Turn pages. Nope. Okay. Good, good. Uh, podcasts. Listen to those. You guys listen to podcasts, right? Yeah. What do you guys listen to? I've been trying to maybe get into it, but um, I need something good to listen to. I hear Joe Rogan is good. Who? Gary V. Gary V. Motivational speaker, Gary Vee. It's actually really good. Yeah? What else? That's it. You guys can listen to podcasts. Okay. Cool. Tony Robbins. Joe. What is Joe Rogan talking about? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Conspiracy theories. Uh, Fighting, like anime stuff. Uh huh. Or just whoever he has on this podcast, he just talks about whatever. Gotcha. Okay. And then what was the other one you said, or somebody said? Tony Robbins, like another motivational speaker. Tony Robbins. Okay. Check those out. Check those out. Um. Uh, so online education, another kind of big thing that we use uh, on the internet for. Um, all that stuff is pretty straightforward. Blogs, sensory. You guys know what cookies are? Yeah. Chocolate chip? 
So cookies basically are kind of uh, keep track of things that you're doing on the internet. Um, so when you go to a website, you're basically leaving uh, or they're like taking cookies based off of things that you're doing. Um, so that's why like when you go to a website and you start to input information, sometimes it'll try to guess it for you and fill it in for you because you've been there already and it remembers the cookies from last time when you were there. So when you were there and you input that information and you hit enter or you hit send, it basically captured a cookie of that site and the information that you inputted into that site. So the next time you go back there, it's able to recall those same cookies and automatically try to suggest those results for you. Um, so cookies are, like say, they're small file stored on hard drive by a web server. Um, they try to identify, return users, their preferences, um, and they can be used to track kind of what you're doing. That information can also can be sold to marketing companies. They take your cookies and sell them to marketing companies, and then they'll target you with ads based off of things that you were searching for or looking for. Um, and cookies, they can be, you can delete that data if you wanted to. Um, you can set it up like in your browser settings to delete the cookies every time you close out of your browser. Um, some people are like a really, you know, fearful of cookies and things like that. Others are not so much. Um, so, but that's just what it is. Spyware, software used to spy on you, kind of see what you're doing. Um, adware is basically you'll get a bunch of ads kind of targeted at you. Um, it's another form of a malware. Um, talks about encrypted email versus a non-encrypted. Um, <clears throat> how many of you guys are familiar with postcards? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so three. Familiar? Four. Okay. <laughs> So postcards, they're, like, they're not big like they used to be in the past. Uh, in the past, postcards were like really huge. Um, anywhere you travel, you would get a postcard from where you travel. All right? And you would get the postcard that has like the you know, nice picture. And then you would typically like send it back home to people so that they can kind of see where you're at and write a little cool message. Like uh, if there's like a picture of the beach, you'll be like, hey, we're out here you know, enjoying the beach. Um, and then you'll send that back home. So that was kind of almost like your Instagram before Instagram. Um, you know, like now people go on vacation and they take pictures of where they're at and just show everybody like, hey, this is what I'm doing, this is where I'm at, this is how I'm living. So that was postcards at that time. Um, people would you know, buy all these postcards, send them out to different people like, hey, this is the beach where we're at, this is this, this is that. But basically anybody who came in contact with that postcard is able to read that message. Right. So the male person who picked up the postcard, they're able to flip it over and see the message. Um, anybody who has the message is able to see it and read it with a, a, a message like a sealed letter. Like now our mail, you can have the letter and know where it's coming from and you can know who it's going to. But you don't see the text or the content that's inside of that letter. So that's an encrypted email. Right. So encrypted emails, you can know where the email is coming from. You can know where it's going to, but you don't see any content involving that email. If it's an unencrypted email, you can see the whole message. You can know where it's coming from, who it's going to and any content, any data that would be listed or written out. You can see all that information, like kind of like a postcard. So that's just kind of visually showing the difference between the two. Are they encrypted by default? 
So some email companies do do that. Um, email providers, I think there's one like Hushmail, um, encrypts all email um, automatically, but it's not a default setting. Uh, typically, in most cases, yeah. Um, the, I mean, there's other factors that kind of go into it, um, but for the most part, yeah, you can. Um, but you would have to actually encrypt the email in order for it to not be seen like that. Yeah. So, so what were the, the messages sent to like, our school email? Are those, those are encrypted. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, okay, so that's pretty much it um, for chapter 8. Uh, any, any questions? No? Okay. So, um, this is what I'm going to do. We're not going to start Chapter 12 today. Um, I can tell by the look on your faces. You wouldn't hear much of what I was saying anyway. Um, so, um, what we'll do is we'll head over to lab. Uh, if you were in first lab, then you're you're good to go. Um, second lab, we'll head over there. We'll get started with our work, and then once you guys finish, you guys are good to go. Uh, hold on, Brian has a question. We'll stay for another thirty minutes. Go ahead, Brian. Huh? Okay, I got you. I got you.